Welcome to the Honor Your Aura podcast, a podcast devoted to learning about, caring for, and empowering the energy within, with your host, Kema England. Welcome back to the Honor Your Aura podcast. It is so great to be back with you here today. This episode is brought to you by the Kamali Temple, your online resource for virtual crystal and energy healing, spiritual readings and guidance, and a conscious high vibrational crystal shop. You can book online or create your own custom crystal order at www.thekamalitemple.com, T-H-E-K-A-M-A-L-I-T-E-M-P-L-E.com. Okay, everyone, let's dive right in. So this month's theme on the Honor Your Aura podcast is shadow work. So it's very timely given that this month of October in particular is well known for a thinning of the veils. So our ability to see through multitude of dimensions and also this ability for darkness, that which has been lingering in the shadows, to be illuminated. It's a time where our ability to communicate with other realms is heightened and to do some deep healing work on ourselves as we are all comprised of light and dark qualities and everything in between. Often shadow work can be elusive and we can also want to avoid it for a variety of reasons. A, because, just because of its nature, we give a particular meaning or identity to that which is dark, that which is in essence lower vibrational, that which is negative. And the truth is we as humans are a full spectrum being. Again, light, dark, and everything in between. We hold a multitude of different energies and qualities. We are multifaceted. And part of our learning and growth and expansion here in this human experience is actually done through shadow work. Now, the reason that I chose Howard, the minor keeper of the high vibrational crystal Oral A23, to be the one that I interviewed because the crystal Oralite, which we'll talk about later in the month in greater detail as well, is a multifaceted in its nature, in its energetic healing, but I always describe Auralite as this inner flashlight. It makes the bright brighter, so more serendipitous, synchronistic events, more magic, more seeing the good, the positive in yourself, in others, in the world. But it also has this ability to illuminate darkness. As Howard expressed in our chat, how many people he has seen at the mine or in the presence of Auralite begin to speak the truth or to have their shadow dark side revealed. 
And it's amazing how the crystal's energy works with our energy field in that way. I know from my own personal experience, I had a huge uncovering of unresolved shadow when I was assisting Howard for that time in Canada. And as I was reflecting on that, there is this distinct parallel between that experience and what we've been going through, you know, over the past six months, being under this this quarantine. And from at least what I can see, so many of us are going through these immense transformations, the, these ex- immense growths and expansions. And it has come from being alone with ourselves and really doing some of this deep inner work, really seeing um, the stuff that we would have normally run from or avoided or pushed aside. And now we haven't really been given a choice other than to look at it, be with it, and let it serve as this catalyst for a more loving and accepting relationship to ourselves and then in turn with others and our planet. So we have also been in this time of COVID and quarantine, we have been also experiencing a flashlight in essence being turned on the truth of many aspects of our reality that have been hidden from us. So that is coming through Again, not as a a torture technique for us to have to, but it's so we can actually see what is really happening. Truths being exposed, the light turned on, the shadow side revealed so that even on the greater global spectrum, we can grow and expand and come closer to a vibration of love. So let's start on the personal level and explore what exactly does shadow work mean or what is the shadow side so our shadow side or our shadow self are the parts of our personality um, our habits the things that we've done that we are embarrassed about ashamed of that we don't want anyone to see that we try to push aside bury down deep so that not even us have to acknowledge that they are there however they are (laughs) and these can be the parts of ourselves that we're not proud of that we've labeled judged or deemed less worthy and the energy that they carry is uncomfortable heavy um and can be like stored even in our emotional body, uh, you know, with emotions such as anger, guilt, shame, embarrassment, judgment, fear, deceit, um, and along with the beliefs that we are unworthy or unlovable and more. So an aspect of our shadow can be an experience of our past that we are holding on to, uh, something that we are consciously or subconsciously experiencing in the present. Um, So while we wish that they could just go away and didn't exist because they were in the past or we're holding them as a secret, that we think that 
that's just where it stays. However, that is not the reality of our shadow side because ultimately they are a part of us and our rejection of them is ultimately held then as an energy of rejection of a certain aspect or facet of our beingness. And so as mentioned before, it's not the most comfortable experience to dive into those feelings, to dive into the darkness. However, it is always our catalyst for our greatest growth, learning, and expansion, and is what brings us into a greater and deeper relationship to the energy of love. As this energy is not telling these aspects of our beingness to change or be other than they are, they are just welcoming them into a non-judgmental loving energy. And this is one of the really profound benefits of energy work because let's just say that we are holding in this vibration of shadow or rejection or shame or guilt a particular experience in our life. And the experience has happened, right? It is stored then as an energy in our energy field, whether we are in a constant recognition of it or not. And when we're doing shadow work, we're not making the experience any different than what it was or is. We are, in essence, welcoming it out of the shadow to be held in a new vibration, a new one where it isn't judged or rejected, but rather just allowed to be as it is held in an energy of our choosing in this moment. And remembering that all of our memories, all of our stories, all of our beliefs held from the past or in the present all carry an energy, a density, a particular quality. And it's not only, you know, the experience itself, but the meaning that we give it. So let's just say that, you know, when we were in second grade and we were called on in class and we were made to feel really dumb and really stupid because we didn't have the answer that the teacher was looking for. And so that ended up creating an energy of shame, embarrassment, feeling like we, you know, weren't worthy, weren't liked, all of these meanings that we can give to and experience. And if that's the meaning that we gave to it, that's the meaning that remains in our energy body until we take the time to bring it to the surface later. That's why in energy work, these experiences of our past often resurface. And again, just because they're not in our present conscious awareness all the time, as we know, our energy body is incredibly multifaceted in that way where it stores our information. And the energy of that experience is then stored in that energy. So while we're not going to go back and change the experience itself, let's just say it, it was that experience of being called on, cla on class and you didn't have the answer, 
So that remains. However, the you can allow that part of you that went through that to actually meet the energy that you're in now and offer that part of you love. Tell that part of you, no, you're not stupid. Like, look at how far we've come. Look at how capable you are. All the things that would have been in a much higher support and energy of love for you at that time, you can actually offer that to yourself in the here and now. It's incredibly phenomenal how energy can move through time and space in that way. So when we talk about our shadows lying both, you know, in the conscious and unconscious and subconscious mind, it's saying that we are both aware and not consciously aware of particular shadows. Sometimes, you know, when they're even in the unconscious, we've just become so used to them as our norm or our reality. It's like what we've always seen. It's what we've always known that they just, they, we don't know that that's what they are. And when they're being stored in our subconscious, you know, our subconscious is running so much of the show that the shadows that are lingering in the subconscious are revealed through our external triggers and what is being reflected back to us from the outside world. This can also be the uncovering in a lot of our relationships, especially the relationships that are closest to us tend to be the most triggering of our shadow side. And I believe that that is because it is so perfectly placed for our greatest growth and expansion to be in these relationships that trigger us that are ultimately an invitation for us to look within and when we do look within as to why we are so triggered it is most often something lingering in the shadow side of our subconscious that is ready to be revealed now we can also be consciously aware of our shadows so this could be the conscious secrets that we are holding the conscious stories that we are telling ourselves on a daily basis so you could be very like very critical or very judgmental of yourself or others but keep that to yourself you could this would also be a conscious behavior or habit or addiction even that you are consciously aware of yet it is of a lower vibrational energy and is likely something that you keep to yourself and you do not reveal to others in a sense keeping it in the shadow or in the dark. So why do we avoid shadow work? Why do we neglect these other aspects of our being? So we've already touched upon it a little bit. The fact that, it, yeah, it's uncomfortable. We don't want to go there. We don't want to see those, you know, those experiences, those beliefs that are lingering, you know, underneath our reality. And that comes with immense discomfort and and deeply feeling our emotions and things that we would have preferred to forget or pretend aren't there. So it can be a scary process for us. It's like, you know, looking in the closet, the dark closet that you think there's a monster in there, you know? Um, so the other reason too that we avoid is that we haven't been taught 
about it. You know, now more and more we have this context for these other aspects of ourselves. But only if we seek it do we learn about it. And then only if we really boldly say this is the journey that I want to explore for my own growth and expansion, do we actually do the quote-unquote work? So certainly, unless, you know, some people's parents taught them this, some were maybe exposed to this in a spiritual teaching practice, but ultimately we never even had a context for this totality of our beingness. And furthermore, it has been the norm for a really long time to like not let the neighbors see kind of thing. You know, it's like you're always wanting to appear to be perfect and like you have it all together and that things are only really light and really positive. And this is becoming outdated because that is not the totality of truth. And that is ultimately what we want to see reflected in our external world. So that journey into uncovering our shadow self it's like we have this fear we don't want people to find out like who we really are or afraid that when we do we won't be loved or accepted and these are all incredibly valid so when you are beginning this journey of exploring shadow it's so beneficial to actually acknowledge what you're scared of and letting that even be seen and heard so that you can be as open and as vulnerable as possible so that you receive the most out of each shadow work session or journey that you do. Furthermore, the reason why those feelings are so incredibly valid is that when we were being raised, you know, we were kind of taught like what was good and what was bad, what was accepted and what was not accepted. We've even all been the victim of conditional love or being shamed for showing a particular emotion or being a certain way. So it's not the thing itself, right, that is necessarily shadow or dark or negative. Again, it's the meaning that we have given to it. So if you were being raised and you were taught, you know, just to be a good girl And let's just say that you were taught that expressing anger was bad or wrong. Then if you hear that and are shamed for it over and over, that becomes stored in your subconscious, in your shadow. And likely, it's not that then anger is never shown or revealed, but that if that is held in this energy of the shadow realm, then when you do feel angry, you absolutely explode and it becomes that much more shameful in the energy of the aftermath. So being angry is not bad. We all should experience all emotions and what and what is the authentic expression for us in a given moment. It's just the meaning that we have given to them. So how do we start to work with these aspects of our beingness that have been kept in the shadow? Now, there are a multitude of ways, and one of which through guided meditation that I'll take you on a nice journey next week so that you can explore this for yourself. But the foundation, at least from my perspective, it takes a few steps. One is being really honest with yourself 
and taking responsibility for your actions, what's showing up for you, and being open and willing to explore from a place of non-judgment. This piece is key because as I mentioned prior, it's so much just about allowing for this energy, this shadow tendency, this experience to just be held in a new space, to be held in an energy that is grounded and sacred and safe without any judgment, without any pressure to be anything other than it is, just held in love, acceptance, and understanding. So for example, if you believe that you are unworthy of being loved and that belief is lingering in your shadow, in the subconscious, bringing that part of yourself fully present into the here and now, letting her be seen and be heard without judgment and in a space of love. Because knowing that no matter what seems to be held in this shadow side, that is not like the whole truth. That is not your complete identity. There is always another part of you that can show up for that part of you that is still in the shadow, that is suffering, that is in need of healing, that is in need of love. That part of you that you have cast aside. So just allowing for that awareness to infuse this process. Now what's also so beautiful is that once we open ourselves up to exploring our shadow, life pretty much instantly shows and reflects that to us. So all we need to do really is move about our day and observe the things that trigger us and observe the way that we are talking to ourselves seemingly behind closed doors. What is it that we actually believe? How are we judging ourselves? What are our daily actions or addictions or cycles that we're finding ourselves in? And through some of that deeper work, uncovering what's actually going on beneath the surface can shine light upon these these beliefs or these shadows that will ultimately help to bring them into the light. So next week, we're going to dive into this even further with a guided meditation where you'll have an opportunity to explore your shadow side. If you know that you are currently working with some of these specific aspects, you'll have the opportunity to bring them into a sacred space to be held, seen, and heard. And just know if this is something that sparks your interest, there is a slew of resources out there for exploring your shadow self. So as we know, it can be kind of a frustrating aspect of our human experience that this exploration of shadow work is always the most pivotal in terms of our growth and expansion. And we can observe that, you know, from our life so far. Look at those times that you've grown the most. And it's always been when you've gone through those dark nights of the soul, those deeply profound experiences that sometimes hurt and were wildly uncomfortable. So just know that those are these beautiful opportunities 
to be held now in this new space, this new energy that you are cultivating within yourself and that there is a part of you that can show up for these parts of you that are lingering beneath the surface. So I'd love to know how it goes. Let me know how has shadow work served you? What are your resistances? Please reach out any time and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Honor Your Aura podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, please leave a review and share with your friends because I want you to be the start of the ripple that allows others to honor and empower the energy that lies within.